Welcome back to my podcast. Isawali here. How are you? Thank you so much for being here. Okay, so today I wanted to have a little chat and share a little bit how my health and wellness routine and how I'm showing up for my life and how things are for me at the moment. And I kind of wanted to do this episode because I have to be honest with you, I had moments where I struggled a little bit in terms of um accepting that things are different now that I'm a mom um and that I can't show up the way I used to you know I can't do all the things I wanted to and um also there have been moments where I felt a little bit envious of others of people doing things that oh I wish I was doing and feeling a little bit I guess um angry might be a little too strong of a word but yeah feeling not being happy, feeling a bit disappointed in myself for feeling that way and reminding myself that I am here because I chose to be here and I'm so honored and grateful to be a mom, you know. So um, I guess that's kind of where I want to start is that life has different seasons uh, and we sort of have to adapt to those seasons and 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 respect them and accept what is and and flow with it um and for me I think and you know this is not something I thought about before when I wanted to become a mother I know I knew things will be different of course but when you are in the thick of it it can get hard things can get hard especially if you're quote-unquote high maintenance and I will consider myself (laughs) I'll consider myself I guess a high maintenance when it comes to my health I like to do all the things that will keep me healthy and well. And for someone that doesn't have a specific health and well-being routine, that could look like, well, that's a lot. You know, she wakes up, she's got to brush her tongue, she's got to pull her oil, take her supplement, drink the water, blah, blah, blah. For someone that could look a lot, like when I look at my boyfriend, he doesn't do any of that. You know, for him, it's just like, okay, I go to basketball twice a week. I like to have you know, watch TV or do whatever half an hour a day to relax. He takes his multi-sub, he multivitamin most of the time. <laughs> and I think for him, I think that's pretty much it. And perhaps he does other things that, you know, hang out with his mates every now and then. But for me, where I thrive, I, I want to look, I want to look and feel well. And for me, showing up for myself looks different. And that's why I'm like, I'm high maintenance because there's a lot of things I I want to do and I love doing. So being in this season of my life where I became a mom, things really shifted. I just couldn't do all these things. I can't do all the things I used to do. And at first it brought a lot of feelings, a lot of mixed feelings. And I think I was really forcing and really trying to do, like trying to show up, trying to do this, trying to do that. And eventually I had to sit down and have a conversation with myself and say, you are in a different season of your life. Don't put that pressure on yourself. You know, like you don't have to do all the things. You can't do all the things. And that's fine. You chose to be here. Be present. Honor your journey as a mom. Honor this first year as a mom, these first few months. And just do the best you can. You are enough. You don't need to do all the things. And also ask myself, 
what would it look like now to still show up for myself in a way that feels good, that feels like I'm not pressuring myself, or that feels like I'm not neglecting myself? Because I think that's the other, that's the other side of thing. And sometimes I feel like, oh my god, like I'm neglecting myself. Like I'm, I'm not prioritizing myself anymore. Like how can I still find a place for my well-being amidst the chaos that is to become a mom, especially in those first few months? It's a hell of a lot like you're learning (laughs) something completely new and I had a c-section so for a good three months I could not do anything you know there was pain I couldn't exercise I really had to allow myself to to heal both mentally physically uh, before before doing anything and I really had to meet myself where I was and be kind to myself so yeah, the very first question was how can I keep showing up for myself in this season of my life where I don't feel like I'm abandoning or neglecting myself? And I think for me in those fir- early first three months, it was just finding 15 minutes gaps for myself throughout the day, even if it was just once to breathe and just have silence. And I know it sounds weird, but I... I love being on my own, which is another challenge, which (laughs) when you decide to be a mother and you're in a relationship, I love being on my own. That's how I recharge. Some people don't that way, but I love being on my own. Not like feeling lonely and being alone all day, every day, but I love being on my own. Um, That's how I reset my energy. That's that actually helps me be a better human, a better partner, a better mother, a better friend, a better coach, you know, a better nutritionist. In silence helped me reset. It helps me eliminate, assess my thoughts, myself, how I feel, and, and really truly reset. So in those early three months, I remember the main thing for me was to try and find 15 minutes in the day where it was just me. Luckily, it wasn't too hard because babies at first, they sleep quite a lot. So that I managed that. And then eventually when my scar healed, I added in the morning 15 minutes where I could also work out. And it wasn't a work. I wasn't working out, but I was starting to move. And the first few things I was doing was to just activate my core again, activate my pelvic floor muscles, connect my breath to my pelvic floor, to very minimal movements to find my core again. And that alone could be a podcast, only <laughs> a podcast episode on its own. How to get your core strength back and activate. It took me maybe nine months, like I kid you not, like I've been feeling strong again in my core and safe to do strong exercise, maybe only three months ago and I'm 14 months postpartum. So maybe it took the whole year, you know, but yeah, those first three months, it was very much about finding that time for myself to be alone, even 15, 20 minutes in silence. And then once the scar healed, was okay let me let's make sure that I'm starting to focus on my body again and on healing my body on finding my core strength again now I'm not saying it's something everybody has to do for me it was important because I love (laughs) looking after my core and feeling my core and feeling strong in my body but also it's my work you know I eventually had to go back to work and Unfortunately, I had a C-section and the healing had to start eventually. So 
but I was exciting. I was very excited. I was up for the challenge. I knew it was going to be a really, really tough challenge. And it was tough to come back from C-section to where I was now. It really required me to be super consistent and committed to it. Like every single day I was on my mat and just doing the most boring boring Pilates exercises. It was barely an exercise, just breathing, arms movement to activate and reconnect my core. And and that was that for the first few months. And of course, I was very much focused on the healing of the scar. So I was doing a lot of like turmeric, really, really low um, inflammation diet, high in antioxidants, a lot of ginger, turmeric, garlic in my diet. And all my supplements, I had a protocol around that to help me heal the scar, collagen, like the whole lot. So I had a plan and it was so easy to do, to, to kind of follow. Then I think within, after four months, four or five months, I started kind of exercising a little bit more. And by the six months mark, I had a more of a morning routine where, so something to also say is that my routine changes and changed every three months and it's still changing now because with babies, as they grow, they reach new milestones, things change. When she was a baby, I could just lay her next to me and work out, you know, she was just looking and smiling and babbling. Now she's, you know, she's walking, so she'll try to climb on me. So. <laughs> We don't work out together anymore. It wouldn't, it wouldn't really work. But something to say is that, and that was one of my very first lessons, is that I can't have a rigid routine anymore. Not that I ever had a rigid routine, but I was very consistent with what I was doing, where now it's like something might work for eight weeks, 12 weeks, and then it has to change because now she's walking. Now she's sleeping through the night. She's not feeding through the night anymore. I can wake up earlier. Okay, when she had a bad night, what can I do? Can I wake up? Can I still honor my body and give myself some rest? Like it's constantly, you have to adapt. It's got to be like, a flexible routine basically so after that I think from the six months mark I was very much trying to get up earlier early before her so I can work out a little bit and that wasn't always easy because she wasn't sleeping through the night but I tried my best and I really tried not to beat myself up when I couldn't do it when I didn't have the space necessarily to do it I'll say between there was a time where things were really tough and it's funny because someone says something to me that you can't when you're a mom you can't even remember what happened yesterday and it's so true I can't even remember I think between seven and ten months I felt like things were a little bit tough where she had time where she was doing sleep regression, waking up a lot at night, and I was shattered. And it made it made it harder for me to find those spaces in the day. Very luckily, I decided early on when she was four months to sleep train her. So I knew I always had, I would always have a couple of hours in the day because she was taking three naps, then eventually two, and now we're slowly moving to one. But sometimes those two hours were, were a time for me to prep some foods and do other things, life admin and send emails. So I didn't always have those two hours for me to work out and invest in my well-being as per se. But eventually when things settled and I cut her, we stopped breastfeeding or, um, at night, I consistently woke up before her 
and had 20 to 30 minute exercise and then about 15 to 20 minute meditation. And that I really, it just really felt like I was finding myself again in terms of moving my body, connecting with myself, reconnecting with my spirituality, which looks different for everybody. But for me, it's very much like having those morning conversations with myself, with God and showing gratitude asking for help and guidance um, in the next phase of my life. Uh, and that is something I miss and I didn't always have the space for. And so that's something I'm really happy that I'm I'm back to doing again. Now, again, I just want to, because if you're a mom and listening to me and probably thinking, gosh, like she's doing a lot. I never did any of that. Just know that these were things I was doing way before I got pregnant, right? Way, way before. And that's that's why it's kind of easier for me to incorporate them into my lifestyle now, uh, into my day-to-day life and my routines, because these are things I always did. It's not new habits I'm trying to build. Um, these are habits I have, and I had to let go and sort of bring back in when the time was appropriate. So this is not to put any pressure on you. I just want to share how I've been adapting and and showing up for myself, basically. So at the moment, so as she's just gone back to nursery right, right now and things will change again. But right now, what I've been doing the past two, three months is waking up about an hour earlier and sort of around 6 a.m., sometimes earlier, exercising, mainly yoga and Pilates, Uh, Sometimes I do a bit of a high intensity meditation and I'm doing with supplements. I've been doing really focusing on nourishing my body, really focusing on my multivitamins because breastfeeding has really, and I I think it does that for everybody. It really depletes you from nutrients. Like I personally lost so much weight. Sometimes I look at my skin, I'm like, oh my God, I need nutrients. And even though I have a fairly good diet, I need those supplements. I need them. So I've been really trying to be good on that and really consistent with my supplements. I take BioCare or Well Nutrition I'll alternate between both. Um, these are pre and postnatal um, supplements and great if you breastfeed as well. In terms of nutrition, again, even when things are chaotic, I really try to hit my three meals a day, especially breakfast, savory, blood balancing breakfast is the one thing I try to not negotiate on. And sometimes it's hard. Like, you know, if I have to go into studio early in the morning to film some Pilates classes, so my day will start at eight in studio. I'll have to leave the house at seven. Those days I might just take, you know, like a kefir and some granola or something like that with me. But whenever I can, I'm home. I try to have a blood balanced, a blood sugar balancing breakfast. And for me, that is a savory breakfast and it's eggs. I love eggs. It works great for me. And then throughout the day, have another two meals as balanced as possible, uh, for a while, I didn't food prep. I just felt overwhelmed at weekends. I felt like, wow, it's just a lot. Like, I just didn't feel like I had the space for it. But I think it's because I wasn't making the space for it. And the past three weeks, we've gone back to food prepping. I've also asked my boyfriend to get to be part of it. And so we've been food prepping again and again. It makes life so much easier. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about that. Even for her, now that she's eating, there's always food. It's like, I don't have to think, what is she going to eat? So what we do is we'll make a dish that is baby friendly and then a little something else for her and we'll make a couple of bits for us. As always, when it comes to food prep, I like having a source of protein cooked and ready to go or some canned lentils that I can chuck in a salad 
or in a bowl. I like to have a struce of grain as well or some potatoes or something like a starch ready to go. And I always have some healthy fats and I have loads of veg. If I can have a roasted veg in the in the fridge, great, amazing. For example, this weekend, uh, so yesterday, Sunday, today's Monday, I prepped, what did we prep yesterday? I made a, a fish curry and we made a big soup, delicious soup. I made a handful, a little bit of granola because I fancy that. And I did a stew, not a stew, like a, a slow cook of um, apple and pears to add on on top of things, whatever I fancy in the day, if I want a snack on a yogurt or something like that. And so having that stew ready, that that uh, fish curry ready means I can just add it to some rice. I have a little bit of rice left. We have the soup. It's a nice chunky minestrone soup just ready to go. That means like today and tomorrow, it's just going to be super easy. And tomorrow evening, I can just put, we have chicken. I can put it in the oven with some vegetables. Wednesday and Thursday will be easy. And before you know, it's the end of the week. Like these are little things and they'll take like an hour but oh my God, it really makes life easy. And I'm really happy we're back on that, taking that hour and a half on a Sunday to prep some some food for all of us, for the whole family. So that's kind of what we are doing at the moment. And she started nursery last week. Uh, the Today is actually her first full day. I left her there. She was crying and I was like, oh my God. So I kind of quickly left because the first week, you know, when they do here in the UK, and I'm sure it's pretty much all over the world like that. The first week of nursery, you do two hours and three hours, it's like a settled week kind of thing. And then the week after they start like full days. And so last week, every time I dropped her, she was so happy. I was like, oh, this is great. Everybody told me the cry. I was like, this is fantastic. Like my daughter, she's like, she doesn't care. She's like, yeah, take me away from this woman. I'm with her all the time. She's excited. But today she actually cried. She was like, no. So I felt I felt a little pinch in my heart. But I um I like the nursery and I I and I felt and I feel. I know that she's in good hands. So I left it there knowing that it's just something we have to, yeah, we have to go through, isn't it? Uh, so now what are, what's going to be different? How I'm going to show up for myself. Now I'm really excited because now that she's a nursery three days a week, I'm going to have time. So she's going to be there for longer days. Before nursery, I had a nanny come two to three times a week, but the days were not long. And obviously she's at home. It's not quite the same, but now she starts nursery early in the morning. So I'm going to be dropping her. And from there, a couple of times, I'm going to he- go to the gym, which you guys, I can't even start to explain how excited I am. I've, I've already gone back to the gym. I've been a couple of times. I just didn't like the gym I subscribed to. So I stopped that. I'm going to go to another one that I found that's much better. I cannot wait to go back and build some power in my body. Oh my God. Like I'm actually, I'm actually excited. I know for some people, gym that are, oh, that sounds painful. I'm like, oh, bring it on. Like it's just like working on my cardio. The gym just brings something different that yoga, Pilates, and those sort of more nourishing and slower practices don't bring. It's different. It's like, I don't know, it cleanses me. It makes me feel stronger. It just, they're all complimentary. I just, I love all of it. And I haven't been to the gym for, I don't know, almost two years when I was pregnant. I wasn't going to the gym because we moved the house and I didn't have one near me. So I thought I'll just leave it. And then 
And then, yeah, and then this first year as a mom, I didn't hit the gym, but now I am ready for it. I can't wait. I'm going to probably get a PT for the first three sessions just to show me the machines and give me a little plan because I've lost a lot of muscle, uh, shit loads of muscles, <laughs> uh, especially in my lower body, in my legs. I'm like, bring me my thighs back. And that's another thing as well. Like we are, we've cut down breastfeeding to almost half because now she's on solid and I'm supplementing with um a bit of formula as well because she's at nursery and I feel like I've reached that I've reached that time where I am I'm exhausted now like I've loved breastfeeding so much like I loved it and I still love it but if I'm completely truly honest I'm ready to stop because it's becoming a bit of a drain mentally as well so I'm giving us another four weeks until we totally stop. And I'm I'm happy that we we managing to do this gradually. And I'm I'm dreading it a little bit because she's my daughter. <laughs> she loves breastfeeding and she's like, when she wants something, she's like, excuse me. But she loves her formula. It's a beautiful formula. We love uh, we use holy organic. It's goat milk. Um it's yeah, and she she's eating. She's not eating a lot, but she's eating. So hopefully. Pray for me, pray for us. That will be a smooth transition. But um, that's another thing. Breastfeeding has, uh, the way it kind of affected me is that I lost a lot of weight. And I think it happened to some women as well, not all. And I I kind of, I don't really like it. Like I don't like being too thin. It's just, I didn't, I don't know. It makes me feel a little bit like weak and insecure if I'm honest. I don't know. So uh, yeah, I'd like to get my, three kilos or whatever I've lost back <laughs> and I think breastfeeding once I stop that will come back as well and which I'm looking forward to if I'm honest with you so gym is going to come back is something I'm looking forward to going back to my regular body weight is something I'm looking forward to so gaining those three four kilos back Another thing that I just don't have the time, I haven't had the time is journaling. And now having three full days clear to work, I'll be able to also carve out an hour or two in the week to journal. I need that to clear my mind, but also for my creativity, not just mentally, but also for my creativity. And that's it. That's how I'm showing up at the moment for myself. It looks so different for, from all the things I used to do daily. I used to have like Sunday reset. I used to love my Sunday resets. Now Sundays are family day and I love them. And sometimes I miss a reset, but I try to remind myself that, wow, you know, like she's going to grow super fast. And before I know, I'm going to be like, oh, it's Sunday. I miss my daughter. She'll be like, oh, mom, I'm doing this. I'm with my friends. So Really, I'm reminding myself, I'm in this season of my life that I love and enjoy. I'm grateful for it. And yeah, I'll I'll adapt. A couple of things also that I'm going to be doing. I'm actually already doing Enneagram. And you would have probably heard that podcast episode. Um, I, I've really loved it. And I've done three or four sessions now. I can't even remember. But yeah, I'm planning to do a couple more sessions because it really helped me work through a lot of things that have come up for me the past year, becoming a mom, a lot of things from childhood, from just a shitloads. And and also like I'm ready for the next phase of my life and I'm realizing that I'm holding myself back by not working on certain things. And Enneagram has helped me a lot and I'm definitely going to do some therapy once I, st uh, I, I stop, I finish with Enneagram because I think it's going to really help me shift things and 
yeah, work on myself and my well-being. And yeah, all these things are, for me, they're so important because I don't know if you know this, but my key messaging for myself, something I really believe is that my health is the core of my life. And every time I can, I invest in it because when I'm healthy, like I'm thriving, I'm thriving in all areas of my life, not just personally, but mentally, in my relationship, in my career, and and it shows. And now as a mother as well, and I want to I want to set a good example for my daughter that it's yeah, it's good, it's important to look after yourself. And uh, I think that's it for today. I I hope you enjoy the episode. I probably will do one of these again in six months because I know things will change again, you know, as she grows and she has different needs. But I think in terms of my morning routine and those things I've added, we're pretty, we're pretty solid. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here week in, week out. And if you're new to the podcast and you enjoyed this episode, listen to a couple more. And if you love them, please drop me a review on the Apple podcast of five stars. So it can help me bring more free content and inspiration and nutrition and well-being tips to the rest of the world. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. And I will speak to you in the next episode. Thank you.